So today, Ash Wednesday, we, the church, the body of Christ, enter a new season of reflection, confession, and prayer, and we call it Lent. Lent is a 40-day remembrance of Jesus' time in the wilderness where he prepared himself for his ministry by fasting and prayer. And during this desert experience, he was tempted in every way by Satan, yet he remained sinless. See, Lent begins today with Ash Wednesday and ends with Holy Saturday, the day before Easter. And if you count the days between Ash Wednesday and Holy Saturday, you would find that there are more than 40 days. And that's because Sundays are not counted. Each Sunday is a mini Easter where we celebrate Christ's resurrection. <coughs> the liturgical churches have done a really good job in carefully delineating the seasons of the church for us. But I think all Christians, regardless of what denomination you call yourself, should pay a little closer attention to the meaning and the tradition behind the seasons. Why do I say that? Lent especially should be a time of cleaning house. It's a time of confessing our shortcomings and setting our houses in order before the celebration of new life begins with Easter. I mean, isn't that, after all, what we are called to do as Christ followers? Are we not seeking the narrow way each and every day? Are we not having been justified, saved, by Christ, now daily called to allow that sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit to complete the work in us that was begun by the blood of Jesus on the cross. And I dare say if we love him, if we truly love him because he first loved us, because he gave up his life for us, then couldn't we, shouldn't we, pause and reflect for just a season and clean up our act in remembrance and respect for that sacrifice? See, many people choose to mark Lent by giving up something as a way to focus on the season. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that sacrificial mindset. But I want to encourage you tonight to make this Lenten season more than just 40 days of giving up Cokes or red meat. Make this Lenten season a real heart check. Wherein you learn something meaningful about your relationship with your God and your Savior. 
See, we can reduce the season to a new diet plan if we want to. We can make a recommitment to exercise more. Your pastor needs to do that. We can treat it like a do-over for our failed New Year's resolutions if you want to. Or we can do something truly radical with the season by really examining ourselves with respect to figuring out what God's purpose is for our lives and what exactly are we doing with Jesus? What is our relationship with Christ? See, Jesus' journey to the cross is more than just a set of historic events in human history. It's the fulfillment of ancient prophecy, divine providence, and it has eternal, lasting spiritual significance. What you do with Jesus determines where you spend eternity. And it deserves, at the very least, a season of reflection from us. Especially because we are the beneficiaries of that magnificent gift. As we worship tonight in this solemn Ash Wednesday service, and yes, it's solemn, but there's so much joy to be found in that solemnness. The most important things that should impress us are his love for us and his selfless sacrifice. And that sacrifice is personal. That sacrifice is intimate. Christ willingly went to the cross for me. You can say that to yourself. Christ willingly went to the cross for me. Every sinful and selfish act in my life nailed him to the wooden beams. And so I'm compelled to ask myself the question, Am I living a life worthy of his selfless act? Can I ever repay him for taking the punishment for my transgressions? Is there anything I can do that will ever make up for his suffering? And the answer is no, of course not. And therein lies the point. We should be Reflecting on those internal questions, not because we can ever reach a conclusion different from what we've just said. We can never repay him for the cross. But because of that realization that Christ gave himself up for us, loved us so completely in spite of our unworthiness. Acceptance of that truth restores and redeems our lives to our Father in heaven. Spend this Lenten season in humble, thankful reflection.
for the free gift of mercy and grace that is lavished on you by your Father in heaven. How extravagant is his unconditional love for you that he would give his one and only begotten son so that those who believe on him should have eternal life. Or you could just give up red meat. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We're going to move right into the imposition of ashes. And I'm going to get Debbie to help me with this reading. It's a very short, very powerful uh, liturgy. And then at the appropriate time, I will tell you to come forward to the rail and you can just kneel or stand. And then I will place the ashes on your forehead And I will say, remember that you are dust and to dust you will return. It's a reminder to us of our place in the grand scheme of things. But it's also a reminder to us that our God has gone before us and done the work on the cross so that we can have eternal life with him. Once you've received the ashes, once everybody's received, we'll go right into communion. And then we'll have a short reflection time. Uh, Matt and Michelle will come back up and play a song. And at that time, you can come back to the rail for prayer and reflection. And then when you hear me give the blessing and dismissal, we'll be done for the evening. So here we go. Tonight you have heard the words of instruction to pray in sincerity, to give of yourself and your substance for the benefit of others and not for your own recognition, to reach out in service expecting no reward, to face honestly who you are. We all have instances in our lives that bring us sorrow, and shame and sadness. We all feel unworthy of following Christ into the Lenten journey. But Jesus has proclaimed us ready. He has offered to us the path of light and hope. I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. I have given to you treasures which are not to be collected, stored, and locked up. They are gifts to be used for others, for hope, healing, restoration. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and renew bright and wholesome spirits within us. Restore us to the joy of your salvation, for it is in you that we place our hope. So come now to the rail, to the place where you will receive the mark of forgiveness and discipleship. Enter the journey which will lead to your healing and hope. Come, all is ready.
mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Would you create in me a clean heart, O God? Restore in me the joy of your salvation. Would you create? Restore in me the joy of your salvation. The sacrifices of our God are broken and a contrite heart against you and you alone have I sinned. The sacrifices of our God are broken and a contrite heart against you and you alone have I sinned and would you create in me a clean heart oh God restore in me the joy of your salvation would you create in me a clean heart oh God restore in me the joy of your salvation Receive this blessing from our Father. 
Though the night is dark, the light of the world goes before you. God guides your steps and surrounds your life. So go in peace, ready to serve the one who has always loved you. Amen. Thank you for coming.